Hi, everybody. Adam Cook from Campus Inc. in the NIL store. Want to say real quickly, thank you so much for listening and joining us on this journey. And as a reminder, if you ever need any custom merchandise, youth jerseys, camp t-shirts, whatever it may be, you can always find us at campus.inc. And of course, for all your NIL needs, nil.store. We're going to jump into the episode. I hope you enjoy. Jimmy Kimmel's talking about you last night or two nights ago. What What's it been like? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the NIL show. Adam Cook here joined with Sean Ellenby and Stephen Farrick. Some exciting stuff to talk about. We had some, some fun things to celebrate just within the Campus Inc. family that we'll share about um, today. But uh, it's it's been a, a really good week. Excited to be back together, guys. How are things? Merch Madness. It's Merch Madness, baby. It's the best time of the year. We say it all the time. This is the best time of the year. It's been a ton of fun. Where, where do we want to start? I mean, I, I think a fun place to start, Stephen, is we just talked about this on a team meeting the other day. You know, we like to talk about milestones. We like to talk, talk about, you know, progress year over year. Um, how many teams did we focus on last year? During just the, one, the just Fighting one. Illini. Right, our, our lovely Fighting Illini. What was the, what was the number of, of, uh, of teams we were supporting going into the tournament this year? So this year we supported 19 teams, is that correct? That is correct. 19 teams across men's and women's basketball heading into the tournament, which I would say it's fair to say is an order of magnitude difference. And Sean, you and, and your marketing team wait, had some wait, really wait. cool ideas. How many teams are still active? We got five. <laughs> Hang on. Don't bury the... <laughs> Let us enjoy that first before we do that. I know. Seriously. <laughs> right, it is, right, it right. has truly been a madness of, of a tournament couple weeks, but... It was it was a really fun time of year around around the office. Um, Geneva was seeing all the stuff we were doing on social. She's like, "You work for a fun company." I'm like, "Well, Sean is fun." Um, so what, fun what did people. you guys? Yeah, what did you guys do, Sean? Well, let me just say back to Stephen. He asked how many teams we have left. We still have five times as many teams as we had last year <laughs> still playing. True. So things are still pretty pretty good. That's true. Uh, but yeah, man, we 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 just have fun with it. Sports are fun. And March Madness is the best time of the year. We call it Merch Madness around here. We had a giant bracket that was made on the wall in our office in Chicago. And we threw a big party on that first Thursday for the NCAA tournament. Ultimately, like this is kind of what you build for during the basketball season all the way up to this point. And it's a lot of work and a lot goes into it. So you want to make sure you have fun with it too. And so we had a, we had a big office party on that first Thursday, got a bunch of pizza. We're crowded around the TV watching. Uh, and we had 19 teams across men's and women's basketball to cheer for. It was a blast. I had a great time. Adam, did you have fun? Oh, it was, it was incredible. It was, I, I think the, the cool thing was, or maybe another special thing was we flew in our remote employees as well, right? We have some people, Sean Childers, Danielle Tate, who, who are remote. And so they got to come and be a part of it. And we took the team down. We spent some time in our production facility. Um, you know, it's all hands on deck around here. Everybody needs to pitch in and help around everything. And it was fun kind of, you know, road tripping, getting to, to hang out um, with the team down in Champaign, print some shirts, see see how, how the sausage is made, as they say, which is, I think really special about Campus Inc. We're not just shipping it out and saying good luck to the shirts. We're, you know, we're adding some special notes in there saying thank you to everybody. It's been a blast. So there's a there's an interesting part on the production side of things. And 
we made an SOS call to bring all hands on deck on Monday. That was a, Adam, I need you to bring everyone. <laughs> Sean will say this, right? Sports are about special moments. There's emotional highs in sports, and that is when we capitalize on it. If someone hits a buzzer beater, you know, or sets a record, there's a shirt the next day. And we're, we're going to talk to a special guest this afternoon that we, uh, we highlighted mm-hmm. a, an awesome special moment. And so um, because all of this was happening over the weekend, we had a lot of conditional logic on our stores. If this team wins, this is going live. If this team wins, this is going live. If this team wins, we're going to start printing this. It was like this massive, I mean, <laughs> almost like the matrix we were flying into. Yeah. Um, and so getting approvals and everything dialed in. So Monday, um, you know, uh, we cut out a ton of stuff. But what we were harping on was we've got to get customers their orders fast. We're talking, you know, if an order's in the night before, let's try to ship it out the next day. Because that team is going to play in three days. And I hope they have a good outcome. If they don't, <laughs> you know, I want to make sure that, that we can support in the moment. And so we're building a lot of technology and tooling around being able to do things really quick, really on demand and be able to pivot really quickly if something happens. And so the marketing team, I can't believe you guys kept it all straight, which was insane. Um, Cause I mean, you're literally running different instances, different Instagrams uh, on the printing side, you know, we figured it out, but Sean, I'm curious from your side, setting it all up, what was the week like that build up? Well, thankfully we we've built a pretty awesome team here and Kelsey recently joined us uh, as our director of marketing, kind of overseeing everything. And, and she's just done an awesome job of really building that high level umbrella and creating all the different deliverables and things that we need. Um, as I try to forecast, here's what games we have here. We know this, they play Thursday, they could play against Saturday. And then we have our creative team that's pumping out graphics that there's a good chance we never even use those graphics because that team loses, but we have to be ready just in case. And so for a lot of people, mm-hmm. they, you know, when the weekend hits, they're, they're clacking out for the weekend. It was the exact opposite for us. We were uh, literally like, Not I us. am taking my laptop to a restaurant um, or a bar. And, and so I'm ready to send out an email right when a team wins or whatever it might be, because we want to capitalize on that emotion. We know that this is our opportunity to capitalize and and they'll there will never be more eyes on these basketball programs as there are right now so this is our chance and we're not going to miss it adam did we talk about jalen pickett (laughs) we have not talked about jalen pickett it's been sorry this last week three weeks has been a blur because i gotta let you tell this story we're printing for the big 10 tournament big 10 wanted to bring in some nil merch if as long as they were well represented on both sides penn state purdue Talk to us through what your Saturday looked like. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> of the well, Big this Ten was, tournament. This was also my dad was turning 70. Um, <laughs> so we were celebrating my dad's birthday. Fortunately, he's an athletic director. So not only does he understand, but he was fully bought in. He's like, This is great, That's baby. Awesome. I love it. Let's get it done. So the the expectation. Um, just on the seating of the tournament was that Indiana and Purdue were going to meet in the Big Ten final on how they were ranked, and that was going to be awesome. Um, as true March Madness, in, in true March Madness fashion, that didn't happen. Penn State upsets Indiana. But what a cool opportunity to have the conference saying, we'd love to bring in NIL merchandise for the first time ever if you guys can pull it off. 
So, you know, Stephen and I, there is no if, we will pull this off. We will get it done. So uh, after Penn State wins, you know, I, I reach out to to the NIL uh, guy at, at Penn State. And it's a, it's a uh, consulting organization. And I was like, look, here's the opportunity, but we need to do this tonight, right now. Here's the value prop. Here's what we can get done. And meanwhile, I'm texting Steven on the side and he's like, I have to drive stuff up to the United Center. So we, you know, I'm printing this at 5 a.m. tomorrow morning. We need to get this done tonight. So it really was a, a, a full on, you know, sprint, all hands on deck, getting, you know, an opportunity in front of Jalen Pickett at Penn State, who we had recently launched their school, um, kind of explained what the opportunity and the value was for him, how cool it would be first time ever. NIL merchandise in venue at a conference tournament. He was thrilled about it. We got the, the deal signed. Go ahead. Design was done yeah. by Jason Wood on Saturday night while he was <laughs> celebrating St. Patrick's Day. Jason, we need you to go home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, just well, this is, I, I mean, again, talking about moments, this is right after the game. They're talking about in their locker room, they have the Ted Lasso believe sign. And so this is kind of their, their mantra is just, you know, believe. So, um, we incorporate that. We incorporate a, a great photo of Jalen and his kind of like signature, you know, celebration. So there's the the creative side, there's the compliance side, there's the production side. And then the the last piece is also the licensing side, right? This is licensed merchandise. We want the schools to be a part of this moment as well. So Sean and I are are kind of putting our brains together, trying to track down, <laughs> hey, can we get a hold of their licensing director on a on a Sunday morning before tip off? You know, get this approved. And Steph um, was game. You know, she long was story game short, it, it, oh, hundred percent. She was like, I love it. Let's do this. Um, you know, and I'm 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 trying to to be the, the, you know, the good partner. I'm saying, look, you know, we want to get this in front of you. We want you to take advantage of this opportunity. Um, she's like, I love it. Let's run it. And sure enough, we hang up the phone, Penn state men's basketball, you know, tweets of the, the shirt draped over the basketball rack in the United center. I'm like, Oh, how did that shirt get there? This is awesome. So Mr. Super Uber (laughs) over here, Uber driver, how many miles did you log between champagne and the United center over, over that weekend, Steven? (laughs) Five figures. (laughs) I was watching Steven's Instagram story and it would be like 10 PM at the loading docks of the United center, 2 AM at the front door of our production facility, 6 AM at the loading docks of United center. It was awesome. It's more like fun. I like. I thought it was super fun. I got to go. We were doing shirts. So on top of those, we were doing semifinal printing and finals. So mm-hmm. uh, we actually got to design the stuff. But depending on what teams won, we had to get the shirts there before the next session. And so um, we were shuttling back and forth. It was a really, really cool activation. The NIL was the cherry on top. And Jalen Pickett's <laughs> mom was wearing that shirt during the entire game. She was mic'd up. I got a message from uh, one of our competitors and we just kind of chat. We're all acquaintances, whatever. And they're like, wow, you guys are on it. I was like, yeah, because we're original. There's 50 of us uh, and we're all like living for this. That's the cool thing that we talk about a lot too is in, in, I tell this to to athletic directors all the time when, when we're talking about building new relationships, we're not out here just like trying to capitalize on like, Oh, NIL is brand new. Like this is, this is important and we love this. And when you hear people talk about doing that, you know, kind of last ditch stuff late at night in the moment, that's sports. When, when you hear people talk about, Oh, I can't believe you guys have to work with the athletes or manage the relationship with the athletes. That's, 
that's our favorite part. That's the deal, the meat of doing this. And when you embrace that relationship, when you embrace that, that part of the process, it really opens up the door to make some really unique and exciting opportunities happen. I was on an exec group talking to other business owners and they're like, you're telling me you run an Instagram and an email instance for every single school. And they're like, how, why? I'm like, we wouldn't do it any other way. Yeah. Why the heck wouldn't you? Don't you want to entertain the fans, create content, create value, create community, support the athletes, tweet in their DMs? They're like, how do you do that? And I'm like, <laughs> what do you, what Magic. do you, create? you know? And that's, that's the wizardry that Sean is building is Sean comes from athletics, right? And they have to run several different channels for all their athletes and support all at the same times. We're doing that at Campus Inc. And we're using student interns to do it. So like, Sean, do you really sweat the fact that you guys have to run? By this time, by next fall, we'll have 35 instances running. Does that scare you or excite you? I, or how do you I, feel I love that? it, to be quite honest with you. The more it grows, the, the better it is. And what's really cool is we're going to have an entire... I don't know. I, I would say probably half of our interns right now are, are seniors. So uh, I'm going to have to incentivize them a little bit to uh, find solid replacements for themselves. Uh, but then the ones that come back, I'm, I'm going to rely heavily on them as leaders for the next crop next year so that it becomes uh, much like your student designer program, Stephen. It becomes a, a, a machine that is really self-sufficient and they end up teaching each other um, and growing together and making each other better. All these, all these social media interns that we have, they're learning retail, they're learning business, they're learning marketing, all these valuable tools while they're in college that ultimately are, are just going to be incredible for their resume. And obviously a huge help for us. They're servicing our student athletes better than we ever could because they know their campus better than anyone else. They, I say all the time, like you are the biggest cheerleaders for our our athletes at that particular school, you're the biggest cheerleader for the schools and that trust and the, that relationship is massive. So they're vitally, vitally important to what we do. It's such a valuable, like yeah. real world internship too, right? Like how, how often do you get to be on the cutting edge of, of a media channel like that, you yeah. know, in a market that's really excited about what's happening. And I, I think one of my favorite things is actually watching our NIL store family Twitter <laughs> accounts interact <laughs> with each other. And, you know, when we see like big conference matchups or when people meet in the postseason and, you know, they're, it, they, they yeah. know each other, you know, we're all in the same channels and we chat and, you know, it's fine. But to watch them kind of banter back and forth with their fan base and, and each other on Twitter is, it, it's so fun and it's, it's really entertaining content. And that's, you know, and, and I think it is, about. it's, it's the hard way to do something, but it's the right way to do something. And it's very grassroots, right? And so a lot of companies, they build this organization and then they try to get in on the college level and they'll like create an ambassador program, send you something in the mail. And it's like this, we've seen those companies that have these loosely put together ambassadorships. We start with the students, right? Mm -hmm. Like we start with them first and then we build our business on top of that, right? And so when we flip these levers, they're not hard or challenging. They're just a mechanism of, of what we've built. People know this. My dream is to have now students have each campus run by students, right? Have the mm -hmm. student designers and kind of the marketing team. And, and that's kind of how like Barstool's different channels run. Because um, those are actually pretty entertaining. Like I follow 
you know, Barstool, Illinois, but it's definitely long-term building, right? Like mm -hmm. it's daunting to run 35 of these now, but think about this next year when you have 35 of them all competing or 40 of them. So, I think the one that, um, that yeah. I, I'm most encouraged by, I don't know if that's the word right now, is the Yukon social pages. They are absolutely crushing it. And we've, we've unlocked... And it, from what it seems like, it seems like it's more on the women's basketball side. I would say I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised. UConn women's basketball is one of the biggest brands in the country, if not the world, in collegiate sports. And they just 100%. have a very, very active, engaged social following. We planted our flag there, and we're not going anywhere. And we got, we got both the men and the women uh, heading into the Sweet 16 this weekend. Uh, we'll be rooting for them hard. Those social uh, channels for UConn have been tremendous so far i'm really really pleased they're a rabid fan base right which is which is what you want as an athlete it's what you want as somebody who's servicing that market it's been really exciting to watch the fans interact particularly with the you know the women's team and it, they've been absolutely electric um this year yeah. on the court they have a really unique team that has a ton of personality which you know we're We've just loved working with them and are really grateful for the opportunity to activate for them. But I mean, we've sold out the Yukon fan base, sold us out of our entire stock of women's jerseys quickly, like in, in a matter of days, not in a matter They're of amazing. months or weeks. That might not be the only school like where women's sports is kicking the men's side, right? I think it's happened. Indiana was pretty close yeah. too, which is super, I, you know, I've watched more women's basketball this year than I ever have. And the fans are like more committed, right? It seems like they believe a little bit more. They want to support a little bit more. I think when I watch the women's games, I see more of our awesome. merch in the stands. They're loyal than mm -hmm. like any very loyal. Else. Um, well, and and I think you're seeing you know a, a big part of this this NIL ecosystem is like like there's a really direct way now that fans can support the athletes, right? It's not just going to the games. It's not just, you know, liking things on Instagram and Twitter. There's a direct way to support them. And and we're seeing that happen. I, I think we all saw some of the reports that have come out. And Mitt Winter, if you don't follow him on Twitter, he's a, he's a great NIL law uh, follow. Incredible. But, you know, he was saying something that back when this all started, everybody, all the naysayers were like, oh, this is going to be horrible for the teams. This is going to, you know, draw drive a, a, a ton of division. And that really hasn't happened at all. It's done quite the opposite. It's it's brought a lot of teams together and it's created more engagement and more opportunities to support. And, you know, it's almost like the, the people that were shouting that from the mountaintops were the people who had anything to lose, right? The ones who, who didn't want to see NIL succeed because it was going to cost them something. We weren't hearing that from athletes. We weren't hearing that really from fans. We weren't hearing that from administrators. So it's cool to see it bear out yeah. in reality. I, I really hope NIL can become more transparent because the more tr like transparent it is, the quicker the truth really comes out, right? And so I don't like what the rest of our industry pays athletes. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not transparent. Mm -hmm. No one knows you know, how much they get. We have to continue surfacing the truth about this because the stories are, are, are incredible and meaningful. Yeah. Sean knows this, but we're going to, you'll hear it from the campusing mountaintops, what it means to have industry leading payouts. Yeah. I don't care. Right. And when you hear it from Mitt, like amazing yeah. follow, um, just continuing to, to bring truth to it. Okay. Let's pivot for a sec. Cause I think we have a special guest coming. What happens when your number one seed 
loses. You look for other six, opportunities, man. To a 16 seed, and you've got <laughs> when a one lot door opens, another on. door. When sorry, when one door closes, another door opens, <laughs> and that door happened to open on the exact same night. Purdue lost. Sad day. We were all really sad. Although sales are still, people are still supporting them, which is freaking awesome. What happened? I, to you Saturday. Well, I, I, I just, I morning, think we were all in a little bit of a state of mourning from on Friday night. Uh, it's no secret. Purdue <laughs> has been incredible for us this year. Uh, their fan base totally bought in and guys like Zach Eady and, and Mason Gillis and Fletcher Lawyer all the way down the list. You know, they were able to, yeah, we're able to make have a Hudson. We're able to make a ton of I mean, money. We're not just talking yeah. about basketball. Um, and so, yeah. yeah, we're really counting on Purdue to go far in the tournament. Would it certainly would help their athletes out a lot and uh unfortunately went down in history of losing to a, a 16 seed but on the, the yeah right the, the script, script. why that script but <laughs> so as we're all kind of numb uh, about that there was also something that happened pretty much simultaneously and uh we're gonna be joined by matt ramos here shortly the purdue wrestler who literally sent shockwaves through the wrestling community on the exact same night when he knocked off what everybody figured to be the most unbeatable wrestler in the country. He was a three-time national champ. He was going for his fourth. And here comes Matt Ramos along and sticks the guy, shocks the world. And uh, we were able to capitalize on it, right? Door closes, another one opens. Well, and, and I think to your point, like we're a vehicle for the athletes to to really amplify or, or celebrate their accomplishments. And, and it just so happens to be that merchandise is a great way to do that at the college space. And he is. yeah, it, it was really exciting. Matt, how's it going, man? I'm good. How are you? Doing, doing really great. Thanks for taking the time. Thank you for having me. What's going on? None too much. Just had some classes today. Just catching up on a bunch of schoolwork after coming back from the NCAA tournament awesome. and spring break. <laughs> Back yeah. to business as usual, right? Yep, so, we're back. Matt, Friday of the Purdue basketball game was a rough day for some fans, but it seems like you wanted to uh, lift some spirits. Incredible, incredible work. Like, congratulations to you. Um, Thank you so much. But just awesome. And we just wanted to kind of bring you on to talk little bit about NIL and kind of all that went down. Yeah, I was I just going to say, Adam, I mean, give us a sense of what this last week has been like for you. I mean, you were Jimmy Kimmel's talking about you last night or two nights ago. What <laughs> What's it been like? It was awesome. Mm -hmm. It's been insane. I mean, after that, that match with Spencer, I, I remember going on my phone because I usually put my phone on do not disturb during competition. And then once I got done for the night, because the finals were the next day, I like, turned it off or... I unclicked the button and I looked at everything and I'm like, I'm very OCD and to see like 200 messages like on text and then Instagram, like all my social media, I'm like, Oh no, I'm going to, I'm going to have yeah. to stay off my phone for a little bit or at least until the tournament's over. Cause I don't think it'd be good in the moment, but uh, yeah, it's been, it's been very crazy, but I, I think I've been handling it pretty well and it just, very, it's very cool. That's exciting, man. I, I mean, obviously, we've seen the the post match interviews, and and a big part of wrestling is so mental, right? And mm -hmm. and making sure you're in the right headspace. And I think earlier in the year, Spencer had pinned you, but you were talking about like, I'm just gonna manifest it, right? I'm just gonna speak it into existence. What what was that like going into the match, knowing, hey, this is you know, this is postseason. We got to get it done today. So after losing to Spencer, the first one, I usually like to meet with my coaches and go over film and just think about ways to improve and develop my style. Every wrestler is different. And 
to be able to, okay, he got me in this position. I need to work on this more. So going into the tournament, I think with Purdue wrestling, especially we very, I think we trained very well to get into peak shape for the NCAA tournament. And I think having that confidence in being positive about it and just trusting that everything that they're telling us to do right now, it, it's going to, it's going to be worth it. So I, I went into the tournament knowing that I did everything I could and I left it all out there. I went through, I went through a lot of walls in practice. I've had to, I've got a lot of emotions and just being able to trust it uh, was able to help my nerves because there's a lot of mental demons that go on when you wrestle and especially the, the national tournament and sure. especially wrestling against Spencer too and having to lost to him earlier in the year. I think that just remembering uh, why I'm doing this and all the hard work that Purdue wrestling and myself have done in training tied into that match going into it. My dad was a, was a wrestling coach my whole life. And so he would go to NCAA tournament every year. And I, I went one time with him and, and I, I always remember, I just thought there was just like a different electricity in the building during NCAAs. And when a big upset is happening or when something massive is happening, the entire building just goes absolutely insane. So I was, it was impossible to miss this moment because I was just scrolling through watching all these different angles, everybody's reactions. It was just so incredible. We knew right away, like we got to capitalize on this moment. I knew you were assigned with our store. So like I'm in the middle of the night, I'm like, we got to get something out for Matt. I mean, like this is, this is the biggest story in wrestling, maybe in the world. I don't know. And so yeah. we had our creative team drive, uh, uh, create something real quick. And, and we sent it over your phone and I'm, I'm sure your phone was blowing up. So I, what was that process like for you? I, I remember you guys reaching out. Uh, it was like right away. And I was like, Oh, that is perfect timing right now. Like it, I, and I would accept <laughs> for it. Uh, but I mean, with NIL too, I think that it's great to have a lot of people support. Uh, it's a great cause. I mean, especially in this instance with for, for Purdue wrestling, uh, it means a lot to be able to have a lot of people support. It's so new too, but I'm just, I'm very thankful for all of it. So Matt, when you hear about NIL, you hear football, basketball, what is NIL in the wrestling community like? I mean, you, you made some money selling merch. That's cool. Yeah. How has it been for you? With NIL so far, it, it's still pretty new. I haven't really done too much with uh with nil but i've i've met with our with our director and he's been giving me a lot more information and i, I relay it to my teammates as well because they're they're also in the same boat where it's still very new and we don't know about the little things that we can do to get ourselves out there and mm. uh in the past i've done like charity events uh working at food to, to give to like homeless which i thought was very nice um to do, but it's, it's been a lot of great experiences to work with different companies and businesses. I think it's been, it's been really great to see just the Purdue community come around, you know, athletes across all sports, but I know it was, it was really encouraging for me just to see the response. You know, obviously we know the better you do on the mat, you know, the better you're going to do off of it, but to see that actually in reality and to watch the Purdue fan base, you know, come behind you, support you, you know, from our side, obviously doing licensed merchandise, there's, there's a bunch of institutional kind of hoops that we have to jump through as well. And we weren't held up at, at any, any point in that process by the school, which I think is another testament that they want you guys to succeed and, and, and be able to take advantage of these things uh, smoothly. So it was, it was great to work with Purdue. It was great to work with you. And, and we just love seeing the fans 
come behind and, and, and celebrate and champion. Matt, I'm curious, have you seen in the wrestling community at all, like other merch NIL merch or guys doing anything in that space, or is this relatively new? I've seen other individuals from other schools, like work with like very like smaller, like not like Nike and like Adidas, but like in like a wrestling standpoint, there's brands like Rudis, uh, Scrap Life, they get like their own merch. If you're like very big, they they release like limited time shoes and to their personal hmm. design. So I thought that that's pretty interesting, but I haven't seen that much. But I I really like what Purdue NIL and their their store has to offer, and I I don't see it a lot. So yeah, I've, I'm very I've seen uh, like like yeah. RBY. They they all kind of That'd have like cool. some logos, some of those bigger wrestlers. So so we got to start mm-hmm. we got to start cooking on something for the the Matt the Matt. It doesn't. <laughs> that's right. It well, doesn't get bigger than Matt Ramos right now. Matt, <laughs> I mean, your fans are like high school wrestlers. You know, like guys in sixth seventh eighth grade do you get hit up from them a lot like do they you know what does your instagram look like are they messaging a lot like what is your interaction with your fan base i'm just just really yeah curious. so with my fan base like even before like the tournament i'll get like texts from middle schoolers high schoolers uh, even some in college like division two division three just asking for tips on what they can do to to make it to that next level and make that jump so if that's from diet nutrition to okay i want to improve this move uh either if it's like a double leg or a certain position in the sport they'll ask me what do you recommend for drills uh lifting but there's a lot of fields and uh, i usually respond to them too as well so i feel like getting the word across and get letting them hear my perspective helps when we talk about nil yeah like the biggest names in sports are gonna get adidas whatever but like really you are an influencer to your community, to those seventh and eighth graders. Um, you're a hometown hero to your high school, your community, and they all look up to you. And so we think NIL could be like massive in this exact kind of space that you're talking about. So it's really, really interesting to hear firsthand hand from you. What have you been surprised about with NIL? So I met with our the director at NIL, of NIL for Purdue, and I must have been like clueless or something but i i I didn't know how many like nil you could do like with different people and he was telling me like you could do it with as many people as you want so i was like oh no way so i mean (laughs) just knowing that like i could connect with anyone is is pretty cool to know and that i just think that that's like that got me shocked so i thought that was cool one one to mention to you uh there's pretty cool social media thing big in college athletics world called skull sparks and so they always recognize some of the best art on twitter that they see whether it's posters or graphics or whatever and your design was actually featured as one of their top designs i'd never actually seen merch before Oh no way so that was pretty cool we're stepping into some new areas Skull sparks. What was that on yeah. Skull Sparks? Um, so yeah, if, you, skull if you find them on Twitter, yeah, no man, way. it's uh, it's pretty cool. So getting some some recognition across different areas. It it'll be cool when it starts shipping <laughs> yeah. out too. Yeah. Your fans will start getting your no seriously. Your fans are gonna start getting it, and they'll be tagging you. Sweet. In it, hopefully you can start this, seeing it in the stands and stuff. So. Yeah. Besides for sure. Kimmel, I would love anybody, for that. besides Kimmel, anything, any great. other crazy stories? Anything, anybody else you've heard from where you're like, what the heck? That's wild. Uh, I don't know, but I think one thing that kind of hit me, the historical match was, so after my finals match, I didn't win. And I was just immediately thinking of ways to, to 
to get back to work and get back to the lab and start training again. And the next day goes by, I write down my thoughts. We're going to the airport and a bunch of people are like, hey, could, could we take a picture with you? I'm like, I'm like going through all my social media accounts, trying to respond to everyone. And I was like, oh shoot, I, I forgot. I, I did something historical in the sport of wrestling and NCAA. So I'm, I'm taking it by time and just being positive about it. And I know there's work to be done, but it's good to just reflect right now on what, what has happened and that all the hard work it did pay off. Yeah, man. And creating a lot of new fans. I mean, I, I know I watched the finals and I love sport and never, never have been a massive wrestling fan, but I was not going to miss those final <laughs> matchups. So it's, it's awesome, man. Big, big congratulations on the accomplishment so far. I know there's, there's a lot more to come for you. Yes, sir. Yeah, thank you so George, much. Matt. I appreciate it. This is awesome. It. Congratulations. Enjoy it. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me on. Of course. Take care, Matt. Yeah, this is awesome. Thanks, Matt. Congrats. Thank you. Have a good one. Uh, great, great conversation and feedback. Interesting insights there from from Matt Ramos, Purdue wrestler. I, I think just, you know, exciting things all across the board, all sports on the NL front. Much more to come for sure, both at Campus Inc. and IL Stores. Be sure to keep posted, keep listening. If you haven't subscribed yet, you do not want to minute, miss an episode. Uh, we got a big summer, big spring coming up. So that is it from us here, Campus Inc. This has been another episode of the See NIL guys. Show. We'll catch you guys next time. Hey everyone, Adam Cook from Campus Inc. in the NIL store. Just wanted to say thanks again for listening and joining us on this journey. And as a reminder, if you ever need any team wear, custom merchandise, rec or youth league jerseys, uh, fraternity and sorority wear, or company merchandise, we're always here for you. You can find us at campus.inc. And of course, for all your NIL needs, nil.store.